guys. Beer. Sports. Join Sean and Brad as they talk about sports and share a beer. From the east coast of Canada to the west coast of the United States. Over to you, boys. Yo, what's up, everybody? Sean and Brad back again. The guys beer sports. Episode 12. Sean, how are you, my friend? Catching me right in the middle of a drink. I'm doing good, man. As, I'm doing really should, good. Right? That's how it's supposed to be. Absolutely. Uh, I'm still down a little bit with those medical things, so no beer for me. Uh, I did bring out my fancy coffee cup, though. So. I love that, man. I was just mentioning that before recording. Look at that thing with the wonderful brass knuckles on the side. It's like, Brad, don't hit me with that. You got to punch somebody in the face with your coffee. Man. All right. Let me, just, let me just give a shout out here. So I stopped in yesterday. Uh, I went to the market down in uh, Halifax here, down... Uh, Marginal Road. So it was right next to Garrison Breweries. Garrison Breweries. And this, oh yeah, this is a milk stout called Deja Mu. Oh man, I love milk stouts. Oh my God, it is, it is proper. Um, So basically, uh, I love it here. So basically they have the advertisement saying here, got stout. This one is brewed extra creamy with sweet espresso flavors. That's double, double delicious. Farm Fresh Deja Mu is a stout for those who play well with little wordplay udders. Nice. Very good. Hey, guys at Garrison Brewing, thank you. Very good beer. I love that. I love my time over there, and the people were, like, phenomenal. We got into a whole discussion about dogs. It was awesome. About what? Dogs. Just dogs. Just talk about dogs. 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 Dogs? That's I'm sorry. I know. That was my Canadian accent. Talking about dogs. I thought Mary talking about hot dogs for a second, you know, given hot your dogs. size. I didn't know. <laughs> hey, this is early, but what is, uh, what's like, let's just say that you're at, because we talked about food before, right? Yeah. Uh, if you're someplace where they have good hot dogs, mm-hmm. you know, like, well, like ready to go, you know, fired up, ballpark type, you know, level with all the fixings. What's the average hot dog um, number that you eat? Who, me? Yeah. Are we talking about recent? Or are we talking about in the past? No, just in general. Just in general. Like, well, like what would be surprised okay. to you if, you know. I know. I know now. You show up somewhere, right? And someone's got yeah. a spread of hot dogs. Like, how many are you putting down before you're like, man, I should probably calm myself down? Oh, wow. Okay. So we're just talking about trying to abuse ourselves. Okay. No, I'm just saying in general, <laughs> like, where's your line? Like, where is it before you are well, like, for me okay. now, I think, I think my line will be two just because I'm more healthy conscience. You got to put those numbers up. I'm not saying I know. Time. I know. Well, when I was in my twenties, I mean, I could easily say, oh my gosh, I think I'd be eating until I'm fully stuffed. So I'd say about 18. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. yeah. Give me another one of those hot dogs. Yeah. But now I'm like, no, two. <laughs> Sad. Yeah, you four you're only two more than me what is- that's double <laughs> two more shit that's double <laughs> we just sound like two old men uh tote. four brats probably four <laughs> i mean four hot dogs you start to feel dirty by yourself at the four you do time. you do and you know that things aren't coming out the right way yeah exactly that's what i'm saying that you just gotta know that's the number but for yeah. you, that number's two because you're older, so that's fine. <laughs> oh my gosh! Just has John, a lot happening uh, in your NFL or NFL, NHL uh, free agency. There, anything oh, you want man. to point out about the first uh, real week of 
going. I see the, all the articles that I see are, you know, here's the next 10 best free agents and those things. And uh, yeah. you want to fill us in on what your thoughts are? Well, I mean, so Taylor Hall, probably like the sexiest free agent that was out there, signs for a one-year deal with Buffalo. Um, probably going to play with the most talented center he's played with yet in Jack Eichel. But there's nothing in Buffalo. It's not like the Bills. The Sabres is not like the Bills. The Battle of the 401 is supposed to be is supposed to be favoring us in Toronto. But uh it hasn't been. Um so yeah, so I mean, I'm looking at that. That's a great signing for Buffalo. Toronto. I I don't think I've seen so many people go nuts over this past little like that like since Friday. I just been seeing it, oh, I can't wait for us to hit the ice. I can't wait. Because we got the most geriatric team going out there on the ice. We just signed Joel Thornton at 41 years old, 32 points for the whole season there last season. He's going to come out there at 41. Listen, we did it with Patrick Marlowe. What are we doing? I have no idea. Now, listen, the the, the blue line, okay, you, you, you got a bit more. Maybe you're trying to get a little bit more tougher because Joel Thornton is a tough, tough son of a gun. I'll never forget that fight when the Zim Kadri where Kadri pulled on his beard, and when he pulled it out, he had he had a chunk of beard in his hand, right? Just a chunk of it. But he, you know, did Joe like he didn't even wince? So maybe, maybe you're, and you know what? He doesn't have the hair product. He's a, he's a tough, tough, tough son okay. of a gun. But here we are going nuts right now. We're about to start the season, and we have guys just hitting their prime, and guys over their prime. We, I don't know. This is an analytics thing where it's like if we just take the two numbers and come with a median, that somewhere we're going to hit the prime <laughs> with the two. I have no idea. I feel like analytics is the one place that hockey should not be. Like that's uh, the sport it shouldn't play into. But anyways, that's my rant. I'm sorry. I had to. You're fine. I had to say that. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, so I mean, I listen, you must be feeling some kind of way because you're anti-sports league today. <sighs> your yeah. non-sports sweatshirt on you did your hair and uh <laughs> i feel like you must, you must have felt some kind of way i also am noticing now that we're talking that there's a naked man in the background that's of your- george st pierre in the background because we were talking about george last week yeah george so Vincent. yeah that's my shrine over there to george you have and, a shrine uh, george st pierre shirtless just shirtless <laughs> that's right <laughs> now i understand we- why uh why you think He's the greatest. When you say things like that, it makes me sound weird, Brad. <laughs> I just say things honestly. <laughs> That's all that is. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So I'm sorry about that rant, but yeah, I I just I don't know I don't know what what Leafs Nation is doing right now. I have no idea. There's well, no it's reason. getting cold and everyone's starting to worry, and so they got to find somewhere to place energy, right? Because there's quite not a lot going on. Yeah. Very true. Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay's sneaking in and making the World Series, right? We saw that last night. Uh, you know, I feel like Game Sevens. I love that. I also hate the Houston Astros, and so who doesn't right now? I think. I think I the Astros. Yeah, yeah. I think they did a great job. They did a great job wearing that whole entire. We're we're hated. You know what I mean? Like nobody likes us. We're gonna come out there and be the villains, and uh, they did a great job doing that. I'm very surprised it didn't win that game against uh, Tampa. I wasn't. I feel like that's karma. You could, you could tell. I think that the momentum started to shift, I think, in game six, right? Um, 
when he saw the chirping going on between the batters and the pitchers and the, you know, Carrera trying to calm his guy down and motivate him and go like mm-hmm. that. I felt like he was starting to turn for Tampa, um, you know, and then um, Tampa Bay just comes out and they just get a pitching performance uh, out of their guys. Right. Like that's what you yeah. want in the game seven is what they brought out. Never really. I mean, they brought the tying run to the plate. You know, I thought it was fascinating. They brought it up uh, on the broadcast last night is that in all in six of the seven games, uh, the tying or go ahead run came to the plate in the ninth inning. I thought that yeah. was speaks yeah. well of that series. Um, it was a fun series to watch. Even you know, uh, maybe that's the point about the, that Houston team is that they're that talented uh, that they kind of um, transcend the dislike. Because I mean, you know, no, I no. I don't like them because they're in my division, right? Right, right. So like because I feel like they cheated the game and tried to like just shrug it off like it wasn't a big deal. Right. Um, you know, but it's no different than being a New England New England Patriot fan. I mean, you know, you have the Flake Gate, yeah, yeah, uh, Bill Belichick it, stealing signs and everything uh, from yeah, uh, the TV. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, you know what? There there is a saying in your country, uh, and I think it it does hold true. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. So. It's, <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't disagree. I think it's just the way that they handled it, right? You know, Houston yeah. fires their general manager and their coach because of it. They give the players the immunity. The yeah. players yeah. are the ones that are moving on it. They bring in Dusty Baker, who everyone likes. Yeah, you know, and then yeah. you got El Tuve talking about this garbage ass. Oh, I didn't want to rip my jersey off because I have this tattoo. I'm embarrassed. Like, shut up. <laughs> Be quiet. <laughs> oh my gosh! So dumb. So- so anyway. Friday we were on a live there. Um, I knew you were you were a little under the weather and you couldn't yep. make it there. But uh, Reed and I touched on this about Clayton Kershaw's uh, pitching performance there when Atlanta ended up going three games to one, mm-hmm. and uh, Kershaw just looked fallible. And it, it, it's just like he's snake bitten in the postseason. It's something really bad. I was yep. having a look. It's like twenty seven home runs he's allowed in uh, all of his postseason games. I think the only one that I saw that was worse is Andy Pettit. So with 31. Um, and so right now you're going into a game seven. So they managed to they managed to come back pretty, pretty good. That last game was like three one. It was a beautiful game. Yep. Uh, well played. Uh, I really thought that they were done as soon as I saw Kershaw getting blown up. And I thought, oh, this is the end of the Dodgers. They 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 clawed their way back. I think we see Kershaw coming out in the fourth or the fifth as a reliever. Yeah. And then yeah. it's like, how do you, how do you perform? How do you perform? Well, yeah, we're going to see, you know, what's interesting. Uh, and I've always had this comparison is that, um, you know, Matt Stafford and uh, Clayton Kershaw were high school buddies. Right. And they both, they both have a, pen, a tendency to not be big in big games. And so, um, yeah, interesting. Huh. I, mean, I wonder how far back that goes, but it just feels like Clayton gets the yips. Where he's got like a mysterious back issue, or you know something's happening to him, right? Where the pressure just mounts up, and there he goes. Um, but you know, I love Game Sevens, and so excited to get two Game Sevens uh, coming out of CS, right? Yeah. You know, I think that either way it goes, Tampa matches up well with whoever comes out of the NL, and so um, I think it'll be a good World Series. It'd be pretty cool. Oh yeah, I I totally agree with you on that. I I I, think I love this. Uh, I love this neutral field. It's awesome. Um, it's awesome. And no days off. It just adds yeah. a different element to the game. And it kind of it keeps the chippiness up, right? Because they don't have a lot of time to like get over the night before. Nope. I think nope. you see a 
you know, some of the emotion kind of still plays over and uh, this has been fun to watch. All right. So speaking about free agents and all this good stuff, Adam Gase, man, he lost a job in Florida, right? And then he ends up going over to uh, New York on the Jets. Let's go Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell now is a Kansas City Chief. Yep. Wow. Adam yeah, Gase, how, well, how does he have yeah. all this talent? Like, I was looking at that. Jamal Adams left. Like, there's a lot of people that left from Adam yep. Gase. Yep. There's a lot well, of people. The Jamal Adams thing might be more uh, Greg Williams-influenced also. Right. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, though, I think is – he's a bit Antonio Brownish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, fair to say, it. yeah. And so, you know, you run a foul of Mike Tomlin, and then do how, handle it how you're going to handle it. I don't know. It's hard for me. I I think Adam Gates is a terrible coach. I don't want to defend him, but I don't think necessarily that this is uh, all his fault. No. Yeah. I, I think that there's enough locker room unity in New York still that it's not the coach, right? He's still right. a terrible coach. He's going to get fired, right? Like we can all agree on that. I'm I'm surprised but, that he's still there right now as well, as a head coach. Yeah, he's I don't know. Head. I don't know if they know which other way to go. I, I think that's what I kind of feel like. Maybe Greg Williams is the problem, right? Is that the leadership of the Jets doesn't want Greg Williams to be the leader or you know the pseudo leader of that whole organization because we've seen what happens before. Yeah. Uh, when Greg Williams is in charge, so I think they're trying to like navigate that road. But Gase's leash has to be super short. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it must be right now at this yeah. moment. Because now you just you just given Kansas City this extra weapon. Now that I mean, you have Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, uh, Alaire, and now you yeah, have you even have Sammy Watkins, which you can't sneeze. Sammy at, right? Watkins, own kid. But they've got real weapons. Think about uh, that. Happens. Yeah. 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 And now, and now for short down, you know, 20, it's like, what? He's probably going to get 29 snaps. Uh, Le'Veon Bell. He doesn't have to carry the ball the whole entire time. So all I'm thinking is like, if you're getting 29 snaps, that's a good amount of time still to be explosive because you're not being yeah. battered. You know, what Le'Veon does well mm-hmm. is pass protect and sneak out on screens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm which is an area the Chiefs could improve on, right? We saw that, and, and we'll Absolutely. see it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally not disagreeing with you on that. Patrick it's just... gonna make, they're going to eat some lunch, right? Like, that's mm. just how that's going to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I think you're going to see Le'Veon in between tackles when it matters. And, and it may not be that he has this huge, like in the vein of fantasy football, he may not be like the guy that's blowing out points for you on your bench. Right. But from a real football standpoint, he's going to make plays that maybe even don't show up on the stat sheet that help you win. Yeah. And I would say going into this week, I didn't even think Buffalo had a good shot. Or I'm sorry, Kansas City had a good shot at repeating as champs because they just haven't looked as sharp. The Super Bowl hangover seems to be. It's real, isn't it? Yeah. And it seems to be in the air a little bit. And yeah. you shouldn't get beat by the Raiders, right? Like, I don't know. I mean, I, I hear what you're saying, but the Raiders are a really good football team, and uh, I like yes. to think, okay, so Buffalo beat them. Maybe then, in some sort of strange way, we'll have a chance to beat Kansas City, but this signing with Levy, Le'Veon Bell, definitely well, going to make it harder. Yeah, it's make it harder. Not gonna play. Um, He's not going to play Monday night. Who's that, Le'Veon? Yeah. Yeah, because I think he has to go through the whole entire... Uh, yeah, he had thing. a five-day COVID sit window, yeah. and it 
fires Tuesday, I believe. And so he's not going to be able to play Monday. So we have the, you have that to get away from, but. Um, hey, I, I, I have a separate question here. Right. Okay. I, I, I don't know if you know this, uh, but it just seems strange. Like the NHL, right. To doesn't make us anywhere near the money that the NFL makes. But they did their whole entire. We're only playing two stadiums and lock everybody down, and and that's how they that's how they ran the postseason. Yeah. And obviously, when it comes to the postseason, the NFL, they're probably going to pick just a few, uh, maybe two uh, fields to play in and lock everybody down, right? Maybe maybe four to begin. I don't know. But I guess my question to you is: so from what I'm hearing, Cam Newton, they think, ended up getting the COVID by going out to dinner. And all I'm thinking is like you're flying out there, you're going to these places. Why? Why is the NFL not like treating this like if you're in the hotel, you're in the hotel, and that's it. You want yeah. food? We'll get you food. You yeah. you know what I mean? Like I, I well, don't I don't get NBA it. That right? And we think we're seeing that in Major League Baseball. You mm. know that got curved back down. And I think that that's just part of it with the NFL is that somebody had to be in there. I would imagine we probably hear the same thing about Tennessee at the end of the day, right? Well, Tennessee. I mean, we were hearing that uh, they were having those crazy workouts. Uh, they weren't, weren't like they weren't sanctioned. These workouts. Yeah. They were well, doing. I think. Yeah, I think the first the, the first case though happened because the coach went out to dinner. You know what I mean? Like that's mm. just the thing. And so there'll have to be some self policing. There'll have to be some guys realizing. You know, like we saw in baseball with Cleveland. Remember with Cleveland, they had that yep. internal meeting, and you know, we saw everyone kind of tighten up after that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think we'll see something similar than about. They the NFL has done well to reschedule games up until now. Mm-hmm. The problem is that I see is that they're burning up their bye weeks already. <laughs> yes, that's yes. that's the, the move they have to keep this thing on schedule to pay to play all the games in seventeen weeks. Not, so yeah, yeah, they're going to have to tighten it up because they're not going to have all this flexibility, you know, to be bumping around bye weeks anymore and trying to, you know, everyone's kind of hitting in their buys now. So now. Yeah, you you want to stick to that. Teams like Seattle that are getting their buys at their uh, scheduled time is fine, and you know, or whatever. But like, if something happens to Seattle down the road, they're not going to have the buy the bye week flexibility. Uh, If it's a team they're playing, if it's an internal thing, and it goes for all the teams that are that way. So, well, look uh, at Tennessee now. Tennessee's got to play thirteen games straight because that that was your buy. (laughs) Good luck. You know, same thing with Pittsburgh. So I mean, okay. And Pittsburgh gets the short end, right? Because Pittsburgh yeah, didn't they didn't violence. do anything. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They, there's going to have to be a moment of coming together for them. I think. Mm-hmm. That's that's the only thing I just kept on thinking about is like, man, what for the amount of money that the NFL makes, they they should be able to at least dictate how the players you're still getting paid, man. You're getting paid good yeah. money. I think playing. they're trying to, I think they're also just trying to draw that line with the labor negotiations, you know, and I think they're just having to figure it out. Yeah. Uh, how heavy they need to be. Um, and I don't know that uh, they're doing that well. So, yeah. Well, let's get into week six here, buddy. Week yeah, six of the NFL. Week six. All of the good fun stuff, right? It feels like Man. This really are hitting the stride for what you know it looks like. Um, so, Texans Titans. I'm just going to start there. Yeah, not the same Texans team. Titans no, are an, inter- like, an interesting t- Titans team, though. Yes, yes. I mean, dude, when I saw Josh Norman flying through the air, it looked like he was making a collect call. Like I just got hit. I just got hit by a bus. Yep. 
I don't know. Yeah, that thing that I, I, I texted you guys, right? I felt like he should have called Devontae Davis at halftime to see how to get out of his game. <laughs> like, I'm just there going to myself. Like, uh, Derrick Henry is a different kind of beast. Yep. Uh, Texans defense, not exactly stellar, uh, even though they have J.J. Watt, but it's not it's not the Texans defense of old. Yeah. But under the new head coach, Romeo Cornell, they actually look pretty good, the offense, I thought. So yeah. it could be interesting. Because I, I, if you were to tell me after last week's game, uh, and like last week's game didn't happen, and it was happening then, Titans-Texans, I'd say Titans are rolling over the Texans. Now, I'm not too sure. No, no, it's going to be, uh, I, think it's, I think it's probably maybe the one of the better matchups in the early window. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, Houston's playing a little bit invigorated, right? And yeah, and you know, short. It's a short week for Tennessee. Um, yes. Yes. So it'll be hopefully they get. You know, the, I, I don't know. For some reason, I'm rooting against Tennessee. I don't have a good reason for it, but no, oh, it's because they're the villains right now. After that whole, time. you know what? I, I don't like Tyler or Taylor Lewan. He just irritates oh, really? me. <laughs> we'll be getting into that later this episode there because this episode yeah. is about players we hate for no good reason yeah <laughs> he's one of them yeah uh ravens eagles uh, listen why why whatever eagles got to play their game i understand yeah you know we're looking at baltimore trying to get back on track i think that's what we've seen right is that baltimore hasn't quite been who we thought they would all be this i mean they've been winning and competitive, but they haven't been as dominant, I think, as everyone thought they would be. And well, so, yeah, that that has to do with playing KC. I mean, that's got to get into Lamar. Yeah, Jackson's but they've head. still not been putting up points like they would, depending on, even regardless of who the team was, right? Yeah. Like, you know, we, we I expect more dominant. The defense has been playing well, right? I think the yes. offense has gotten on track. Um, I wonder if some of that's not the running back by committee they have. They just can't get into rhythm, you know, because you're looking at, you know, but. You've got Mark Ingram, you've got J.K. Dobbins, and you've got uh, Gus Williams, right? Is that what is mm. that? Gus Edwards? Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards. Yeah, yeah. All splitting the snaps, and I just, mm. I, you know, I just know tempo matters, right? And so, um, yeah, it's interesting to me. But that seems to be the new flavor now. Of the NFL is that there's no more yeah. dominant, no more dominant running back anymore. It's kind of split. The- yeah, and I think splits okay. I think it's the third that's getting everybody. In in Baltimore in trouble. Plus you have Lamar Jackson, right? So really you're like in four. He's <laughs> fourth. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Uh Falcons and the Vikings. So new head coach there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, that was a long time coming, I thought, man. Uh yeah, Dan Quinn was a year longer than you probably should have been. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dan Quinn's a great guy. I think you just tell you lost the locker room. So yeah. And and it's so hard to believe that just a few years ago they were in the Super Bowl. And I think of that ever since that Super Bowl, that's when you just seen the Falcons just decline, yep. just yep. decline. So yeah, so well, hang over, buddy. Real deal. So yeah, Falcons and Vikings, and Vikings won the first game uh, not that long ago. <laughs> so wasn't that last week there that they actually beat somebody? Ooh. Vikings. The no. Vikings. No, they lost Vikings. last. Week. They lost, a, they lost to the Seattle two weeks no. ago. That's right, two weeks ago. Two Dude, weeks that ago, was, they got the first win. Last week, they did not. Yeah, I forgot about that Seattle game, which we, we'll get How into Seattle there in a second, though. That was you. insane. Yeah. Hey, listen, I did want to say that Sam was actually really close to his prediction on that Minnesota-Seattle game. Uh, 
way to go, Sam. You, you stuck to your guns and you were really close to that there. Yeah, good job, Sammy. Oh, yeah. If, it, if that was money on the line, I think he would have won because <laughs> he yeah, was calling Sam, like a field goal. So, damn, seven. Damn, Sam definitely had it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Falcons, Vikings. Uh, listen, the Vikings look good against Seattle, I thought. Yeah. Uh, it, it'd yeah. be interesting to see how they managed without Dalvin Cook. When Dalvin Cook's healthy, they're a different team. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're, they're a much better team. They, they clean up Kirk Cousins quite a bit, let him get to his receivers. <laughs> That you know that real rookie receiver that Justin Jefferson kid is that what his name is yeah yeah he's a talent Adam Thielen of course is a talent um, you know Kyle Rudolph doesn't really get on track unless Dalvin Cook's eaten and so yeah interesting to see it sounds like Cook maybe doesn't go today um, I yeah that's that's for the understanding I got too because yeah it looked it looked kind of significant that groin injury there when he's playing against Seattle so. <laughs> you just don't see guys take a knee like that and rub their groin no. Out. No, like he was running and he yeah. ran out of bounds. He was holding himself. Yep. I'm like, okay, this 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 yep. looks painful. That's, that's usually an indicator of a good one. Yeah, so to speak. All right, so Brown Steelers. Oh, now, what's your man. thought? Here? Like, it's interesting to me not having any skin in the game uh, mm. is uh, you know, and it would probably be more interesting if Miles Rudolph was playing or Mason Rudolph was playing mm-hmm. with Miles Garrett. Oh, because but, of uh, the history there? Because of what yeah. happened last year. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how it goes out. Because what we can't forget is, uh, I'm trying to remember who it was. Who was the guard for the Steelers that saved Miles, Miles Garrett's life from Pouncey killing him? Because Pouncey was going to kill him. Mm-hmm. Man, I can't, I can't think. I have to look at that. Of course you put yeah. me on the spot. In that. Well, I feel like it was number I was in. Yeah, but I like was in laid on him and like covered him up and Pouncey was trying to yes. kick him straight. Like he was Pouncey was going for gold. So listen, I gotta I gotta tell you right now, I was in South Carolina there uh when this game was actually happening. And I remember watching it, but I don't remember that portion. All I remember is that uh the quarterback there for Pittsburgh was Rudolph there, he was trying to kick yep. Miles Garrett in the in the junk. But then all I kept thinking is like 328 pound Miles Garrett rips off his helmet like it was nothing. It was going to kill him with his own helmet. Yep. And I'm thinking it's like, dude, he did a pretty good job of smacking him with it. That's exactly it. It's like, dude, you are you are a behemoth of a man. That's a weapon in your hand. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. calm. I, I don't care if he kicked you in the junk. You need to calm down. There's a lot in this game. This game is yep. going to be, listen, either. It's going to be decided on the field where it's going to be some vicious play or it's going to be a lot of fighting and stuff like that. I don't know. I, I see this yeah, as an explosive this game. Everyone, everyone's come out and said that they expect it all to be a clean game and just hard fought. You know, Mike Tomlin said his guys, he's got his guys tuned up. Miles Garrett came out and talked about his feelings on the whole thing. I think, um, I think it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be a hard fought game though. I really yeah, do. And, yeah. and the thing is that the Browns has got, Browns and Steelers both have tremendous momentum going into this. So this could be a momentum stealer. Yep. Whoever comes uh, out on top. Little wordplay there. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I don't know. I mean, I'm nervous for the Browns, but at the yeah. same hand, they're both fantastic football teams, I think. So you should be, be interested to see how uh, the offense responds. Absolutely. Yeah. For both sides, really. Mm-hmm. Bengals, Colts. Yeah, Bengals Colts to me, both teams need a win. Yeah, which is 
odd to say with what the record is for the Colts, but it just feels like Philip Rivers is rapidly losing his grip on reality. Oh yeah, he's he's so inaccurate. The last couple of games has been really inaccurate. He was already immobile, right? Now he's inaccurate, and that's it's deadly. Yeah, it's deadly. It's rough. It's rough. Maybe you see Jacoby reset before it's too late. I don't know. I mean, and the thing is that Joe Burrows needs to bounce back after that performance last week. Yeah, I think he will. They're in a dome. It'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah, his defense is good, but not that good. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe we're about to talk about. So there's a few games coming up now that I'm looking at. I'm like, oh, gosh, we got to talk about it, though. Lions, Jaguars. Yeah. <laughs> I I have no real saying on it. Brad, you could take this one away. Probably a high-scoring game. Yeah. You know, I mean, neither defense is wanted. I think both quarterbacks like to throw it. Plenty of receiver options and weapons. Uh, you know, looking for a big day for a Matt Stafford for my fantasy football because I, I went the wrong way on <laughs> drafting. <laughs> I went heavy on receiver and running back, and then I thought I could get a run on the uh, quarterbacks, and I missed it. And so I ended up with a uh, good old good old Matt, Matt Stafford. Uh oh. <laughs> but he's been doing well for me so far. I mean, you know, so. Hopefully today you can get that same moving and keep moving. But that's yeah. how I feel about that game. The only reason I'm paying attention to that game is because of that. That's it, eh? Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel bad right now because both those organizations have just been moving in the wrong direction. So yeah. I mean, speaking of that, there's the Jets and the Dolphins too, right? And the same kind of thing. Miami looks like they've got a little bit of traction and they're back a step. And At least Miami's got two wins. Yeah. <laughs> a third one after a day, two. right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, that's that's crazy. It's like, to me, the, the game that I'm really least interested in is Washington and the New York Giants. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I don't even know if that registers for me. I no. doubt I even see the score. We'll see the score. It's well, I don't know. That is, I don't mean I even register. If I see the score, I'll be like, yeah. Hmm. Somebody's going to win. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Bears, Panthers. That's good. The East, man. There might be a tie involved there. Who knows? Oh, I know. It's crazy. Um, Bears Panthers that looks good that looks like a good game yeah I mean Nick Foles looked good in that game against Tampa now you have to go up against Teddy Bridgewater that Panthers defense it looks good yeah that's a good game it's a real good game it is like I'm actually interested in this game and I really don't care about either team but yeah good it's a good game yeah it's interesting to me that there's so many games in the 10 o'clock window or the early window I guess yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Two in the mid window, mm-hmm. uh, which is you know one being New York, Miami. So we'll all be tuned into Green Bay, Tampa Bay. Oh right? yeah, feels like a move. That's a big. Uh, game. I thought Aaron Rodgers was great this week when he was saying, "I'm not playing Tom Brady. I'm playing the Tampa Bay defense." So smart, yeah, smart in his part. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Aaron Rodgers. Maybe, maybe he just maybe he just kicked a hornet's nest there, and Tom Brady's all pissed. Uh, maybe who knows. I don't know. The thing is, is that Aaron Rodgers is pissed all the time. It seems this season. So, yeah. whatever. Uh, Broncos, Patriots. A good pissed off Aaron Rodgers is a good guy. <laughs> it is. I forgot to mention about Broncos, Patriots. I guess we both did, but uh, yeah. You know, it's I don't see uh, that on my list here, so maybe that's why. Yeah. Well, to me, it's like I think the Patriots got that there. Uh, whatever. Oh, there it is, right there. Yeah, in New England. Uh, Drew Locke may be coming back for the Broncos. Uh, looks like Noah Fant's not going to play his tight end, right? 
Well, they, they got rid oh, of Bortles. Melvin Gordon's out with an illness after he got arrested for DUI on Thursday. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Philip Lindsay uh, as a running back. You know, I think New England's as to who they are, uh, yeah. especially at home. So, and Cam Stand Newton's by. out there playing, right? So, I mean, you know, yeah. I, I don't yeah, see they have all the Stephon Gilmore's out or back, right? Back, I mean, yeah. Covering up. I don't see the Broncos. Like the funny thing is, they signed Blake Bortles, and then two weeks later, they get rid of him. It's like, well, they just need him while Drew Luck got healthy, right? And yeah. Here that Drew Luck's going to play today is that there you go. He's no longer there. So, so Rams 49ers, the evening game. Yeah. Super fascinating uh, game to me, being a fan of the NFC West. Mm hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm sure you're interested. See which sure. team shows up? I think that we've seen Jekyll and Hyde's from both teams this year, so it'll be hopefully both teams show up well. Um, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo did not play well last week. Looked really rusty. Didn't mm-hmm. really, really didn't trust his ankle. Um, mm-hmm. He really is a guy that's got to be healthy to play well. I think we've seen that over and over with him, right? And so, listen, I mean, people keep slamming on Jared Goff. He looks pretty good. He's not a terrible yeah. quarterback. He gets it done. That's it. Man, I mean that's that's actually really good. I, I'm I'm interested in that game. Yeah, I'll watch that. Yeah, that'll be a good game. You know, I, I know for you, that's a game you're definitely gonna be watching because your team is uh, sitting and enjoying some mai tais this week, right? So, yeah, yeah. or maybe some lattes. I don't know. Yeah, oh, PSL season. Yeah, PSL. Okay. <laughs> what they call it? Uh, so okay. So Monday night, I don't even know. Uh, yeah, I mean, let's talk Cardinals, Cowboys first. I think uh, yeah. interesting matchup there. See what Andy yes. Dalton does. Uh, Arizona's defense, you know, is has some holes as does the Cowboys. So let's see what uh, Kyler Murray can do. Um, Here's what I'm saying. I'm saying Andy Andy Dalton is going to come out there and he's going to look fantastic. He's going to get some snaps. He's you know, like Trevor Lawrence, you know, five touchdowns, four hundred yards in the first half. I think that's. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think. I think to myself that I mean, the way that O line is and everything, and the way that he has the capability of playing during the regular season. I'm not talking about the postseason, but during the regular yeah. season, um, he can he can make some moves. He can make some yeah. passes. He's especially with those weapons, right? I mean, he did so much with so much less before. Absolutely. So I think to myself, this is actually a good matchup for Andy Dalton. Yeah. It's a good matchup for him. And I'm sure he's going to show up. Uh, I think right now there's a lot of uh, emotion, too, after seeing Dak yeah. Prescott getting injured like that. So I don't know. Yeah. If I was the Cardinals, I'd be a little bit nervous going into that game. Yeah. It's typically a turning point when you have an injury like that, right? Your team either folds or they rally. So mm-hmm. we'll just yeah. see how it shakes out for them. All right, so Chiefs Bills, you can't even call this a Monday night game, really, because it's like five o'clock, five o'clock on the uh, East Coast. Well, Eastern, yeah. so six six p.m. my time. I can actually watch the whole game. Yeah, it's are you excited? awesome? Yeah. Super excited! I can be able to go to bed afterwards too. It's awesome. So, <laughs> you know, but to me, um, the Bills lose this one. Yeah, yeah, I. I I love the Bills. I want them to win. They're losing this one. At home, huh? They're losing this one. This is a tough, tough KC team. This is a team that just picked up Le'Veon Bell. The Bills just got absolutely spanked by Tennessee. Yeah. 
So either Josh Allen comes back and he is like the Albert Einstein of football IQ out there and manages to one bad game and you're off the Josh Allen train. No, now. no, no. I'm not. Stop that. Stop that. <laughs> I didn't say it. I'm just I'm asking a question. You just say you're just stating what your fact is that it. I'm just saying I'm stating your fact. That's oh, my. <laughs> listen, listen. This is a team that can get under your skin, Casey. Okay. I mean, the worst part is that you can go up 16, 21. It doesn't matter. These guys are coming back. Yeah. Even the game that they lost against the Raiders, they were down and they still, they only lost by eight points. Yeah. They just don't stop. It's like the Terminator. They don't stop. Yeah. It brings us uh, to where I think we want to go from here, which is talking about athletes that we dislike for no good reason. I had to, I had to uh, narrow this down, Brad. Yeah. And there's two uh, that are in Kansas City. One is I like him, but I would not, I know that I would not like him. Had he not played in Seattle, and that's Frank Clark. Frank Clark drives me crazy, um, <laughs> but he was our crazy for a while. So I, I like Frank Clark. But Tyron Matthew, man, the Honey Badger. I just, I haven't <laughs> since LSU. Right? There's just right. something. I love his story, and I think like it's not anything. I don't know what it is about him, but there's just something about him that just, I just, oh, man, I just cannot like. I I'm, I cheer, I find myself cheering when I see him fail. Like I just, yeah. I don't have any good reason for it. Um, it's the same way that what sparked the conversation was. I feel that way about Josh Norman. I hate Josh Norman. I have no good reason to hate Josh Norman. <laughs> I got so much. I got more joy out of watching Derrick Henry throw yeah. him. I mean, I already got joy out of that anyway, right? Like that was just amazing. But the fact that it was Josh Norman, oh my god. Dude, I, I play over and over and over again because I just cannot stand Josh Norman. So what Reed said on that live on Friday was just hilarious, man. It's like, can you imagine Josh Norman being your dad? He's coming in, you know, after you just seen this happen to him. You just seen him. Oh, you, him you know, you he's going home. He's going, hey, hey, nope. kid, pick up your mess. Pick yeah. it up. And it's like, no, dad, no. Yeah. I just saw what happened to you. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't. <laughs> That's funny. Dude, he's a 200-plus pound man, and he went flying through the air like he was like 150 pounds. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of an old Kevin Hart joke where he said that you can't get beat up in front of your kids because if they ask you for protection, then you, you'd you be like, you better clean your room. And be like, oh, um, it's like Josh Norman's house. That's how it's going to go, right? <laughs> That's like, for the next little Don't make me call Mr. Derek. I'll call Mr. Derek. <laughs> oh, you're going to call Mr. Derek? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> And for the record, yeah. I don't want any part of Derrick Henry either, but I'm also not getting paid. <laughs> that one, so. That's it. That's it. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, all right. So do you have a list of like players you hate for no good reason? I don't have a list. I mean, I have a list on top of my head. I can, I can tell you as we go, Josh Norman's up there at the top of the list for me. Yeah. Yeah, uh, at least in the NFL. Yeah, you know who else uh, is up there too? I have no rhyme or reason. This is the dumbest one, maybe. Is Brady Quinn? I hate Brady Quinn. I can't stand him. He's a terrible <laughs> announcer now. I hated him in Notre Dame. <laughs> I rooted for him to fail. Wasn't he the Bachelor at one point there? I don't know. Like, probably wasn't he the Bachelor? He got me so fired up. Uh, <laughs> he went to Cleveland, didn't he? Yeah, he was a Cleveland. Yeah. He was Seattle for a year, and I like the only player I've ever rooted against in Seattle was Brady Quinn. Um, 
I remember, uh, I don't know, just something about him just rubs me the wrong way. I remember watching the Combine uh, the mm. year he came out, and he did like, I don't remember what it was, some dumb, like 26 reps at 225 for the bench press. Right. I was so pissed. And we're like the same size, you know, we, right. and all that. And I was like, fuck that guy. So I went for 30. Ah. Like, but that was like my, that's how much I don't like him. Like he was my motivation. Like, like that was like my focal point of that lift was like, yeah. Yeah. And break, we can do 26. I can do 30. Like, <laughs> oh man. Okay. So for me, here's the thing though. I hate him. But if he was on my team, I think I wouldn't hate him so much. No, no, I hate him. I hate him. He'll never come to Toronto. Brad Marchand. What a weaselly little... Here's why I hate him. First of all, he's a terrible name. Brad Marchand, yeah. He, he's one of those players that'll get under your skin, come up and lick you on your face to get you all riled up, okay? Yeah. And he had Zdeno Chara for all of his career to hide behind. Seven foot tall Zdeno Chara. He'll go all there. He's like five nine or something like that. Come lick you in your face. Come do some really weirdo stuff on you. Just try to get under your skin. And you want to go fight him? Forget it. Now he's going behind Big Daddy yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. So he does all that. But he gets 100 points a season. Yeah, it's disgusting. He's not just, you know what it's I mean? Julian it's, like, Edelman. it's Julian Edelman. They have no business being there. They're I hate that terrible. guy, too. I hate that guy. I hate Julian Edelman. I don't know why I hate him. He seems like a good guy. He seems like a nice enough guy. He seems like a prick. It's the same thing with Tom Brady. I hate Tom Brady. There is not a thing, and there's no good reason why. And if he was to come as a quarterback still, I still think I hate him. I would hate yeah, him. I wouldn't want him. I was, yeah, I thought about this last night watching uh, the Tampa Bay Rays. I saw this for whatever reason it popped into my head when I saw their hat and it said TB. And I thought, I bet Tom Brady has one of those hats. <laughs> and then I thought, man, you know, I bet Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay just because that's his initials. Like that's how conceited I think Tom Brady is. You know what? That's not, that's not even that far fetched to think that. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. I think it was the move. You gross bastard. Can you Thanks, hate a whole Tom. team? Can you hate a whole team? Uh, no, I've tried. Yeah. I can hate a whole team. Yeah. I, I do hate a whole team. You hate a whole franchise? A whole franchise. Who is it? Kansas City Royals. Oh. Huh. I hate them. Yeah. I can see I it. did I loathe them. Yeah. I utterly despise them. As you much as I Bo, hate them. You're never Boston, a Bo Jackson fan? No, no, I I like Bo Jackson, but when he played in KC, anybody that played in KC. Yeah. I, I, I hated them for that moment. Yeah. Because 85, they knocked us out uh, in the ALCS. In the prime of your childhood. And, and, then, and then in 2015, the second time we played them in the ALCS, they knocked us out. I, yeah. I also hate George Brett, and I don't have a good reason why either. Yeah, I do too. I hate George Brett. And he's a great baseball player. That's the thing. It's like, I hate him. He sucks. None of these guys. I'm not. This conversation has zero to do with how I feel about anybody and their playing ability. Right. George Brett is a Hall of Famer. I want to punch him in his face, man. Yeah. Colby Covington. I hate him. Yeah. Same reason. Yeah. All right. Fighter. Yeah. Great fighter. Yeah. Yeah. Hate him. I think he's he's a jerk. Right now, Ortega, you're starting to become a little jerk, too. 
What well, is that with that Ortega, cup? What is that Ortega's with that cup? Some, Ortega's got some issues. I either he is uh he was trying to be distracting. One distracting, right. dude. Was that was <laughs> my wife is there going, look at his cup. All right, stop looking at his cup. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I feel you like think he's uh, stuffing stuff in his cup. Like these are the questions that are being asked here. During yeah. the fight. Is he stuffing yeah. stuff during his cup? Yeah, he well, probably is stuffing it, stuff in his cup. Yeah. It looks like he signed up late for football and went down to the big five to get a cup because he had to play and they only had like the triple extra large one left. So, like that's just the one that he's wearing just so he could play. <laughs> I need something. Yep. I can't play without it. I guess this is the only size. You know what I mean? Like, So there was him. And then the only other one I remember was Benson Smooth Henderson. Benson yeah. Smooth Henderson had another ridiculous cup. Yeah. Uh, not for nothing. Both those guys are, what, 5'7", 140 pounds? <laughs> Man, those fights were ridiculous last night. Yeah, some really good fights. Really good fights. Uh, who was that one guy there? I just, oh my gosh, just give me a second here. I got it here. Oh my gosh, Australian, Australian. That's right. That's right. Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Choo. Is that what his name is? Oh my goodness, this is the worst. I'm gonna pull up the thing from last night, and you're gonna hear the uh, automatic ads start running because that's what happens with. Here, the just give me a second. Give me a second. Yeah. Ah, 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 the automatic ads. Well, for some reason, the one on the uh, MMA page automatically plays with sound. No one, none of the rest of them do that. That's, Jimmy Crute. Jimmy yeah, Crute. Crute. That's what his name is. Crute. Jimmy I thought Crute. He was super impressive. I love, man. I just love the two hundred five division. Right. I don't. It's know a great why. division. It's a great division. You're fast oh, and you're strong. Yeah, it's like the best bang for the buck, man. Like it's yeah. like it's two hundred five, one eighty five, and then heavyweight. Those are probably the three divisions I enjoy the most. Um, but man. Those boys were getting after it. Oh. I, thought, I thought that was a great fight. I thought great you know, fight. Uh, uh, you know, yeah, this is the thing too. I think we should talk about this on Halloween. Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, Anderson Silva fighting on Halloween on a free yeah, fight yeah. night just feels dirty to me. But he's fighting. Uh, let me just pull this up here. Uriah Hall. Yes. Yes. Well, both of them, they, they need something going on there. I know, but it just feels like, I mean, Anderson Silva was the, you know, he was the guy. Uh, he was, and then he wasn't. <laughs> he was like the guy for a long, I mean, it's like yes. the sad, the sad yes. ball, but Well, to me, see, he was another guy I hated as well because of the way he fought. Because he was uh, always just cocky, man. He was just so yeah. cocky. Yeah, but yeah, I'll tell you what. Way, I started cool. feeling for him after I saw his leg wrap around Weedman's freaking yeah. leg. I you, felt were for you in my house when that happened. Yeah, I know. I, was. Yeah. Were you in my house when that happened? I think you were. I, right. I believe so, and yeah. I remember feeling for him. I was just feeling for him because I'm like, that's like disgusting. Grow up. That was gross. Yeah, that was very disgusting. <laughs> but you know, um, yeah, Jimmy Crute looked great. Um, uh, Man, that the girl fight, uh, Andrea and oh uh, my gosh, an interesting fight. Uh, you talk about Jessica Andrade and uh, Caitlin yeah. Chukagian, 
Yeah. Andrade. That, that, that gut punch you could tell was real yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. She turned I, around. I, I mean, she couldn't even mask first, that. Uh, at first reaction, like watching it live, I thought maybe she had done something to her hand or her elbow, mm-hmm. the way that she pulled it in like that. Yeah. Um, and then clearly no, that we was saw just... a replay, not the case. Like that was no. just a straight liver shot and that devastated yeah. her. She tried to get back into it, got her again in the same spot, and just that was the end of it. And like it's yeah. been a long time since we've seen body shots and somebody like that. Yeah, I don't been know that I've ever seen it in that weight class, let alone man or male or female weight class, right? Like, no. That at that weight class, I don't know we've ever seen body shots put somebody down. Like that Dude, was I'm looking powerful. at I was looking at her and all I kept thinking is like this this woman's like mighty mouse. She was lifting yeah. up that Chukagian like she was nothing, slamming yeah. her. She's the only woman to have a KO from slamming. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. this is this is she's a scary, scary lady, and she deserves yeah. a title shot right away. Like, uh wasn't it she's the only person to have knockouts in three different weight classes? That's right. Yes. Yes. Well, victories in three different victories, victories, victories. Yeah. So, you know, and Ortega looked great. I mean, really, he he completely dissected yeah. the Korean you know, zombie. I always have liked Ortega, uh, minus yeah. the Corvette in his pants. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, you know, you really can tell, like, at the time that he had off, I, I didn't realize um, what his layoffs were from. I kind of just thought he was out-out, you know what I mean? Like, the, yeah. he performed well. Um, but you could tell that at the time he did spend away, he spent on some gaps I love the elbow work, right? Yeah. Oh, that, dude, that, that elbow, elbow from defensive to offensive, now. man, yes. it's brutal. Um, you know, Korean zombie's uh, a tough son of a gun. I'll I'll say that right now. Yeah, that man, elbow just the fact that, or and you know what was interesting um, to me, they touched on it last night, and I 100 percent agree with it. Is I think that the zombie needs the crowd, and he's the it's first probably. athlete that I've seen that I've felt like. Would, was done a disservice by not having a live audience because yeah. he just felt it felt like he just couldn't get going yeah you know what you i mean normally you see him he starts getting battered in the face and you just watch yeah. that like that switch clicks off and he does like he just doesn't care anymore and you could kind of see it a little bit in his face in round five you know but it was too late um yeah it's too but it's too bad yeah it's too bad you know because uh see it again yeah, I mean, one of these guys, and now fight. it was a great fight. It, yeah. it was a great fight. As a matter of fact, I think from top to bottom, this is one of the best cards I've seen. Yeah, uh, and I can't say in a very long time because there's been actually quite a lot of good cards yeah, man, that's been. Fight Island has really been a gift in this state mm-hmm. of the world, right? And I'm I'm so looking forward to 254. Yeah, because that's gonna be great. Uh, when I had a look at the card there, like the 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 Coleman event is ridiculous as well. And so yeah, the whole thing uh, is crazy, right? Like it's yeah, just, you know, top to bottom, top uh, to bottom. We just, we just know that those guys being over there in Abu Dhabi, like man, they they're bringing that noise. Like that's it's it. Not yeah. even. Uh, that's why I'm 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 so looking forward to that fight. Yeah, too. I mean, you just look at the Whitaker uh, Canover fight is great. Uh, Volkov and Walt Harris is the one I really want to see. Uh, yeah, yeah, Volkov. How is he going to come back after that like uh, loss that they had there? Because well, yep. he, he didn't he fight. He fought. He fought uh, the Black Beast, if I'm not mistaken. There got Dang knocked it. out in the fifth round. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. And uh, I don't know if he won uh, his last fight. Struve I think is fighting on this card. There's a lot. Well, of Stefan Struve is the main event in the prelims. Yep. I haven't seen Stefan Struve in forever. Yep, I'm excited to watch him. You know, uh, yeah, exciting card. <laughs> But the thing is, I think it's happening at two in the afternoon, so three my time. 
So it's an early, it's an early event. Oh yeah. That's crazy. Look at that. Yeah. The prelims, uh, start at 9 a.m. Pacific. Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> it's early. Uncle, Dana's, Uncle Dana is going after that college football money. Why not? Put him up. Smart man. Happening. Yeah. yeah. See what's happening. Yeah. Interesting. Hey, look what I got here. It's a wife question of the week. Hey, you know what? I got one too. Oh, good. Good. You want to go first? Because, yeah, I'm so I'll let you nervous. go first. Huh? I'm, so nervous. I'm so nervous to go first. All right, let me let me do this one because I'm, I'm I'm nervous about mine as well. Yeah, like I'm sitting there, go, honey, hey, you got a wife question of the week? Yeah, she leaves. She's it like, there. well, what one is it? And I go, uh, she's like, what sports were on yesterday? <laughs> I love her because she's so wide. Like, like my, my, my wife is wide or die. You know, yeah. like so like your like, wife. She also yeah. likes to put on, right? So like she's got like it might be outlandish. I don't know, dude. Don't know. Okay, all right. So before I even get to this, do you remember uh, this this past week? You were you unfortunately couldn't come on to that live. We we're talking about yeah. Dave, yeah. Dave Sadler, and uh, man, Dave is like an alpha male. Okay, so he has two seventy inch TVs in his living room there, watching two separate sports. Right, so he was in this hotel. He brought a projector so he could have a TV there and a projector showing sports as well. Right. So uh, what we were like amazed at is that his wife is in there doing some stuff. He's cooking tomahawk steaks, drinking beer, talking to us, watching two separate sports. So I'm there going like, how the heck did this happen? He goes, well, what you have to do is uh, sell it. So I said, you can have that TV for a lifetime. I'll turn my TV right down so I can watch all my sports, but then we can watch your lifetime together. So I'm like, like, this guy. (laughs) Yeah, you do got to sell it. That's for sure. And then he, and then he, and then he just baited her because after a while it became two sports. <laughs> I had, I had to say it. I had to say it. You got to make it up some way, Dave. Good for you. It seems to be working out for you, buddy. So way to handle your business. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go first, Ed, and this is going to be terrible. Oh. All right, why does baseball on television even still exist? Does anyone watch it? Yeah, I mean, I, I was know. watching Boogie Betts making yeah. some plays out there. It's like that's why you watch it right there. Yeah, I'm I'm with Joe. Uh, regular season, regular season. Yeah, I'm with her. I'll go to watch any live baseball game regular season. That's that's way right. watching uh, is rough. Um, Postseason though, I'm watching it all. Same here. Yeah, it all. Same here. Yeah, the regular season it's, to watch a full game in the regular season, I really have to be into uh, both teams. Mm-hmm. It's tough, man. I usually watch a lot of baseball. One hundred and sixty-two games. It's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've got a good buddy who is an umpire, uh, and so if I can catch him on a national game uh, or on a Mariners game, like local, I'll watch all. I'll watch that whole series. If he's working a Mariners series, I'll watch the whole series. But. Uh, I also have a personal talk, a connection, right? So that's a little bit easier. But baseball is, man, like everyone's saying that 60 games was a disservice to the league. I felt like it was like the best thing that's ever happened to us because I could pay attention for 60 games. Yeah, yeah. 162 is a lot. It is. It's a lot to dedicate your life to. Yeah. I, I know if it was you and I hanging out somewhere, we could watch a game. 
I know. Yeah, that. we wouldn't be like watching like we watch a football game though, right? We no. watch a football game and we're like locked into play by play and like reacting to the plays. Listen, it was one of the Baseball, best events. We're yeah. eating. You know, we're talking about other shit while yeah. the game's on the background. Like baseball's yeah. a background sport most Absolutely. Of the time. Yeah. I mean, the baseball, you can you can get yourself a little trash in the first and the second inning, you know, have a little nap, come yeah. back in the fifth. It's like, we're oh yeah. Yeah, like, you don't worry about like timing your breaks. You know what I mean? Like in football. Oh uh, no, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm waiting fights. for before I go run and refill my plate. The fight's the yeah. same way. Like, you're not yeah. going in the middle of the action. No. You're not, right? You're just not no. going to do it. Baseball? I could go take a, I could go take a number two during yeah. baseball. Yeah. Yeah. And not even feel guilty about it. No, and I even wonder what's going on. Like, there's no anxiousness. Yeah. It's nice and relaxed. You yeah. know, you might pull the old reader's digest out and scroll your phone, do something. <laughs> something. Yeah, exactly. Have a, have a proper proper sit <laughs> but like if it's, if it's a football game that moment strikes you're like oh, waiting to, yeah you know that's the worst though is that you're sitting in the you're sitting in the crapper and you hear like oh my goodness you what's happening and you try to yeah, wipe it's man, like technology has helped because now you can like normally you can at least get some of it streamed to your phone i can't do that man because it's so dirty i mean to me i'm just thinking about like like this now we'll be having all that shardicles on there <laughs> Well, we have different bathroom habits apparently because I. <laughs> what do you think I'm doing with my phone? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Someone who doesn't mind busting ass at the dinner table, you have a weird <laughs> thing about your phone in the bathroom. Listen, I'm not farting. I'm not farting in front of my wife at the dinner table, dudes. I don't give a crap. Whatever, mm-hmm. you're gonna get it. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, whatever. All of a sudden, I'm the bad guy because I'm farting with dudes. You're not the bad guy. It's just gross. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Let me hear. I don't me... think I'm not the one, right? I'm... That's your friend. Your I friend. think that you'll be, you be one of the guys sniffing it. I'm one of those people that I'm... I'll sniff it to compare it. I like I'm to put sniffing. it in the I'm vault. I'm not going to sniff your farts. I just, if it <laughs> comes in my area, then it is what it is. And you're going to appreciate no, man. it. It's the same thing as like, you know, marking your territory. That's what the fart is, man. It's like yeah, I don't disagree. I'm just not I'm not gonna be like I'm just I'm not gonna be sniffing your farts. If I smell it, I smell this is what it is. But I'm not gonna be like I'm not gonna get out of my chair to Come walk on, up man. better. Are view. you telling me there's not a ranking system? Because you gotta have good hang time. Yes, there's a, listen, there's a hundred percent ranking system. What I'm saying is, and maybe I'm just being defensive, is that I'm not gonna get out of my chair You're and walk afraid. closer to you. Yeah. No, I'll you don't have to do that. Oh, that's that's ridiculous. Of course not. Means like sniffing means that you're like involved. no, you're sniffing from no, no. I got to sniff from where I'm sitting. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. If it's where I'm cool. sitting yeah. and I got hang time and I got some yeah. like foul whatever smacking me in the face, it's like that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. And that yeah. goes in the bank. Yeah. That goes in the bank. Yeah. You remember yeah. that time? Yeah. You probably need to clean your diet up a little bit. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, moving on. This one is right in the crapper, this conversation. Your wordplay is exquisite today. <laughs> um, oh. This says, uh, what is your favorite sports moment of all time? Oh, that's such a nice one. That's, and a, that's a good one. P.S. I love you. See? <laughs> Suck it, Dave. Um <laughs> <laughs> 
See, you're paying attention, Dave. It's all I'm doing. Um, of all time, huh? God damn. I could tell you mine. Hard question. Yeah, go. Let's let's hear yours. Yeah, I could tell you mine. Um, it has to be the '92 Blue Jays World Series because uh, the Strip Club World Series. No, that's '93. '92 oh. <laughs> was the first one. Um, that one only because nobody expected a Canadian team to win it. And then we won it. There was two Canadian teams at that point. There was. There was. And Montreal already was about to go into uh, the playoffs like beforehand. You know, Montreal has such a good team. So for us to, to, to win it and to be the first Canadian team to win it, first international team to win it was unbelievable. And I will always remember that. Uh, the second time was great as well. Don't get me wrong because you go back to back. But the first time. Yeah, that one always that's my favorite. My absolute favorite. I was also 20, so well, uh, it's a good one. Yeah. Um man, it's hard. It's difficult. I, I think Come I, on, how much have you had in Seattle? How could it be this difficult? Well, I have I have two. I have a live one and I have a non-live one, I think. Okay. I think it's comes together for me. Uh, the live one, it was the last uh, season for the Sonics, and they're playing the Spurs. And uh, me and my buddy Daniel went to every home game of that series. And uh, game six, we were on the Rocks, and we were there to watch Ray Allen drain a corner three at the buzzer to send to a game seven. Uh, that's probably the livest event you know like that's yeah, the memory yeah. that i hold on to right i mean there's, there's yeah. I, i've been fortunate to be a lot of places that you know i was in the same to watch beast quake which is another one for me oh uh, yeah yeah and a lot of it circles like for me it seems that most of my most beloved memories um involve who i was with when it happened i think that's that's a real that's you touching know, man yeah uh, especially live, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I was with my brother. I remember just, you know, jumping up and down next to him. Like we, it was like, we were in the sandbox being little again. That was really cool. Um, the same thing with my buddy, Daniel, just lifelong friends and, and yeah. watching yeah. our team win in the last second of a playoff game was a big deal. I got, and then, I got a big question there. Like finish, finish your thought. I do yeah. have a question. And watching the Super Bowl win was big too, because I think, um, you know, of course, yeah. Being so paranoid about being, you know, habitual losers that like I didn't even have a Super Bowl party, which is me and my brother uh, and my nephew at my house. You know what I mean? And like it was mm-hmm. just like uh, we just weren't really buying into the fact that it was going to be a win until Percy Harvin's kickoff, and then it was like, you know what I mean? Like that was just a fun. Dude, that first that first play, man, I knew it was Seattle's when that ball was spiked yep. and went yep, right over Manning. And Manning. All that whole game, just the way the whole thing went, I think yeah, that's probably the top experience is just like riding that euphoric. You yeah. know, you have like you don't have the confidence you're going to win, so the whole thing's mm-hmm. exciting. Um, you know, I think we even talked about this before. Like I have this video on my phone of me and my brother shaking hands afterwards. Like as soon as the thing went off, we just you know <laughs> locked up. And that'll always be up there for me. Um, Listen. I, so here's my question. Yeah. When's Mark coming on? I don't know. Call him. 
I'll get him set up. He's good. your brother. What are you talking about? I call him. <laughs> I'll check his. Uh, I'll check his temperature to get on. I'm sure he's happy to come on and talk. I know because Mark is as crazy as a sports fan as the both of us. So, yeah, almost. Yeah, almost more. Uh, he's got some really good insights on uh, on stuff. He'll be a better hockey match for you too. He, he loves that game, so. Uh, he'll, be, he'll be able to put it on. Yeah, you know, let me let me talk. Let me see if I can get him to narrow it narrow down. Uh, we'll get him on in the next couple weeks and talk some talk some sports. We go That'd be us. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Make it a family affair. Yeah. Why wouldn't we? We should. Yeah. Be, good. <laughs> be good. Oh man. Hey, great question, Nikki. That was a great question. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, she was like, "Should it be something like, how come you know everyone's birthday?" Uh, that plays sports and how tall they are, and I was like, "No, it's dumb." Who wants to know that? Actually, that is a good question, though. Yeah. Well, it is yeah. a good question because it does enter into our mind a little was, bit. What yeah. she actually said was, uh, uh, "Why do you know everyone's height and weight, but you can't remember my birthday?" And I said, "Hey, oh. Oh. <laughs> you have to be honest." Because I don't. I've never. That's missed, a good one I, too. I don't, miss, I don't miss days though, right? Like that's what. Like it was a good question until she tried to get to dig in. But that's the whole thing about these wife questions. It's like but I don't, sometimes there's a little knife in there. I've never missed a birthday or an anniversary, so that's just the thing. There like you I, go, brother. I don't miss dates. So I felt like it was in, it was disingenuous on my okay. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, I I'm just I'm just you know we're we're both blessed to have ride or die women, yeah, and uh, I'm just I'm so you know what you know how many times I mess up in a day, and it's like. <laughs> And yet she's got so much patience for me. Yeah. Unbelievable. Now I'm not saying that I'm this complete idiot, but at the same hand. Yeah, you're a Luddite though. That's the... there, there we go. You know, yeah. Big Man. lovable teddy bear Luddite. <laughs> Why you like a big teddy bear and just name him Luddite? You should just put him on your couch. That would be a... it's gotta happen. <laughs> so this sounds like it's the end of uh episode 12. It's been fun, man. This one it's was a fun, fun one. It's been fun. Yeah. yeah. It's always been um, right. That's just the thing. That's the beauty of what we get to do. It's we can't do this uh, in person anymore, right? Like that's the thing. I know. Uh, uh, I have a question. By the final way out. All right. And this is a lot of personal information for you. So. Oh. No apologies on the way in. Have you ever reconsidered having your ears waxed again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just to catch everybody up uh my wife was on the side of uh, maintenance for folks and um she used to take care of joe and uh one time joe wanted sean's ear hair to be gone so nikki waxed his ears uh did not go as well as i think sean wanted it to go <laughs> it was pretty painful man I, I would do it again i would do it again because it was the longest i've ever never had ear hairs up there but uh only Nikki. Yeah. That's it. It can't be anybody else. I think my wife would be too evil. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be some oh, dumb. Oh, like hair by hair by hair. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's what you try to do with the tweezers with me. And I'm like, no, oh, yeah. no. Just do it one time. Just rip it right out. You know, like nope. Can't go tweezers. That's- no. Yeah, I, I would I would do it, but I have to get I have to get a little buzz on though. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. So <laughs> I gotta see if I that's the answer. I got that video somewhere. Dude, you have to put that up then because if you do have it, you have to put that up. Hey, everybody, 
<laughs> check us out, Guys Beer Sports on Facebook. We are on uh, Instagram, Guys Beer Sports. YouTube this Monday. YouTube. We're doing a live. I'm going to put Monday out. We're going to nineteenth. That's right. We're going to be putting out the uh, the meeting on Zoom. The passcode. People don't want to come on. Come on. We'll be able to talk some sports. Take some calls. That's going to be Steve, awesome. Come join us in our little virtual sports bar. Hang out. Uh, shoot us your questions. Let's have a conversation. It's going to be a good, good, fun time. We'll probably be right in the middle of uh, the Bills game, so Sean might be distracted. But That's all right. <laughs> figure it all out. That's it. So all right. Us. Appreciate your support. Find us all places you get your podcasts. Until next time, everybody. Peace. Peace. You've listened to the podcast, but now it's time to visit us in our virtual sports bar. Get all of our info at guysbeersports.com, where you can find all the ways to connect with us. Watch for live conversations with Brad and Sean that happen throughout the week, and join in with your favorite local beer. You can share your thoughts in the conversation comments with your own uploaded videos, or even join us as a guest live commentator. The GBS Virtual Sports Bar is open for business. Come on in, boys and girls.